You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, a podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And we're back this week. Uh, sorry for the break last week, but I hope you enjoyed the 20 questions. And uh, we're just going to jump right into the news and start talking about things. Well, first, we're going to ask what everybody's been up to. I know Rob probably hasn't played much, but is there anything you've done, Rob? Uh, yeah, you know, I took in a couple of uh, nerd items over the uh, the past week, but primarily I've been traveling, so uh, not much on the gaming front. But um, I did manage to finish watching um, season two of uh, Lemony Snicket's um, the oh yeah the, the series infor- on Netflix. unfortunate events yeah yeah unfortunate events uh, that's actually yeah. kind of a lot of fun to watch. It's uh, kind of yeah a I like the first season and a lot. Dark comedy, so. Yeah, I had a good time watching it. Um, yeah, definitely didn't get a lot of time to play any games or do even my board games, which was uh, you know kind of a downer. But I'll be back <laughs> at it this week, and uh, I'll have more to share next week. Cool. And uh, Andrew's got a little bit of a, a shady connection today, and he's doing this over phone. But uh, <laughs> and Andrew, tell us what you've been I'm up doing to. this over. I'm doing this over mobile hotspot because uh, you know my ISP, or at least my part of my hardware in my house is just broken down. So I'm doing this via hotspot, which is fine. Um, but what I've been up to, I'm surprised, Rob, that when you say travel, you didn't even mention the Switch. That's like the perfect opportunity for that. I took it with me, and I didn't play it. Oh. I know, Cause I know. Because <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Switch lately. Uh, number one, Celeste. Mm-hmm. Can't say much more about that. I'll say a little bit more. I'll give my game review. Um, and then... I played Golf Story. I think one of you guys suggested it. One of yeah. you guys. I lo- yep. I I love that one. So I'll put my game review in there. I finished that one. Um, and then I finished. I don't. I'm not sure if I finished uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I know we're going back to the Wii U. I know this is yeah, that's, a little that's, weird. Say, that's that's not. I was, I was thinking of, game though. Yeah, that's coming out on Switch I, uh, very soon. So is it? Yeah. Oh, great. Is. But so for I I brought this up because. I've been playing some games with my daughter and she's getting, she loves the Mario universe. And then when, you know, Toad pops up and it's like, starts gathering stars, she goes crazy. She's like, Oh man, go here, go here. It's <laughs> amazing. Like she, and, and I, I actually never knew about the game. I was it about? And I started playing it. I got addicted to it. Like every single level it's a mm-hmm. puzzle. It's pretty awesome. I like the, that. the levels in, I think it was super Mario three or something that was on the Wii U. Uh, there were, that's where the the game kind of stemmed from. There was levels where you play as Captain Toad, and that was a ton of fun. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Super Mario three uh, D World. You can three uh, D World. That's yeah. It. They had some breakaway things like that, and they just said, "Hey, let's make a whole game out of it." Yeah, it's, it was really it's fun. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I can give. I'm not sure if I can give my full game review because there's like three books, and I'm still in the third book, which is pretty hard. Um, but I, I really enjoy that game, especially with my daughter, and she she loves the Mario universe, like I said before. So, and yeah. I've been watching some movies, like I'm sure, like you guys have as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll talk actually talk about the big, big nerd movie that came out. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks, uh, uh, two weeks ago. We, I think it was out the week we took a break, but uh, yeah, I actually uh, dove into a little bit of uh, Divinity Two. I know that came out a while back, but I've actually finally got a chance to dive into it, and I'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that because that's um mm-hmm. I've played through a little bit of the first one and I had and I have the second one but it's just it's a matter of I need to finish the first one first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk. I'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> maybe, maybe I can sway you. And uh, I we actually um, picked back up on well not picked back up but since uh, to celebrate 
uh, our uh, co-host Jared becoming affiliate uh, a Twitch affiliate, getting his sub oh, button. Congrats, Jared! Yeah, Pog Champ. Congrats. congrats. Yeah, so if you got if you don't drop him a sub, feel free to do that. But uh, I'll give you some information a little bit. But we're actually replaying through the Gears of War series, starting with one, of course, and we're doing it on the hardest difficulty, insane. So and we plan on doing at least an act a night so far, and we've been good on our word so we'll keep doing that every night so check that out but nice. yeah that's it's about what it's about you know consists of my weeks so uh let's just dive right into it then and let rob take it away with this uh interesting of interesting events happening on uh twitch yeah so i leave for a week and the whole world goes crazy um <laughs> the so twitch world logan and jake paul invade twitch and ruin it forever is the uh, yep. note i have down here it's tainted um, <laughs> Yeah, apparently they said, uh, you know, everyone else is playing Fortnite, so how about we go ahead and do it too? So yeah. they uh, they logged in and uh, they played with a uh, pretty popular on his own streamer, uh, Summit 1G. Yep. yep and yep, yep. that's where things kind of went sideways. So um, like Logan and Jake tend to do, they ruin everything and they ruined uh, Summit's uh, channel. Uh, it's where he was basically having a war of words with his, with his chat. Um, they were kind of accusing him of being a sellout and doing things to get views and for the money. And, um, you know, the chat was basically not being very supportive of something that could have been very positive for Summit 1G. Uh, he could have gotten a lot of new viewers from that. Yeah. Regardless of how you feel about it, you know, it's um, it, it, it's kind of a shame when, like, you know, chat cannibalizes their own. So, um, but yeah you know words went back and forth and some of us almost sound like he was ready to quit and uh he made an apology at the end and said basically like look i, I didn't realize it was at you know such odds with what you guys want for my channel so uh so i could i could see it though with like yeah. you know with what happened with uh was it logan mm-hmm. logan paul all the stuff that happened i could see why somebody might not want yeah. the, the streamer they support associated with that kind of kind of deal well, there's, I mean, you think about the most divisive people in the world and he's up there, you know, Yeah. in terms of just being um, someone that will generate a lot of concern or, or opinions one way or the other. Right. So, so yeah. how about, how about their gameplay? I'm just curious. Were they, they're terrible? They just, they were just out there. Did they, how much views did they get? Was it something? I'm just, so I'm, I I'm really curious. I can tell you the views. I didn't watch it because I'm just not. I'm, I don't buy into the hype. But um, they had something like 250,000 viewers. Yeah, which yeah. is which is respectable. It's not Drake level, but it's, uh, it's not Drake. <laughs> pretty good. Um, yeah, it, it's it seems so weird that people are just like dipping their toes into the Twitch world. Yeah, I think that's like the highest views. Like a lot of time, that is you know? due to games like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's been a game up until, like, Overwatch and Fortnite that's kind of, has been as much mainstream as it has in the past. Yeah, do we want to even get get into that? How Fortnite <laughs> is invading other medias and is becoming almost, like, unfilterable. You you cannot get away from it. Is that weird? No, it's it's common. Um, it... it the hopes is that on it. So here's the thing. I'd be really upset if Fortnite wasn't a really good game, you know? So if there wasn't like a good game underneath, then I, I would be like, well, what are you guys doing? It'd be like that Flappy Bird incident from a few years ago where everyone's playing <laughs> Flappy Bird and it's a terrible game. 
but Fortnite has good mechanics, good, you know, good gunplay, good loot system, all, all that sort of thing. So um, it's on everything and, and it's, it's on everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a ton of reasons why it's popular. Like I, it's not yeah. popular for no reason. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't arguing that. I was more like thinking uh, people are getting annoyed that it is everywhere, that you can't filter it. It's on people's newsfeed. It's on memes. It's uh, it's on a- actual just normal media outlets now. A game hasn't touched like that in, I would say, a very long time. PUBG oh, hasn't done is it. Actually yeah, not, I don't think any, anything. anything's done this before. So that's why I'm kind of saying like this is a little odd that this game has done it. I think the world's more connected than it's ever been too. This is this is true. You know, and because of that, you're seeing more of those kind of things. Because I I would argue that more people are playing um, Angry Birds or um, you know, or, or even some of the like Pokemon Go, right? So like just a couple years back, but I don't think it was maybe quite as prevalent. Where it's like, hey, bring, you know, like Facebook now has a thing where you can share like your achievements and your your gameplay with people on your on your feed or on your you know in your circle. And <laughs> Twitch really wasn't around when Pokemon Go. I mean, it was there, but just not, no, you know, quite. Good know, Pokemon extent. Go was only only like two years ago, and Twitch was big then. It was yeah. big, but not like it is now. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Did you speaking of Summit and Pokemon Go? Did you see that stream where he got swatted at the park? No, that, that sounds terrible. That I was actually watching when that happened, and that was crazy. So putting two to, two and two together, Pokemon and Summit 1G. They did get swatted. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. he had to what, go what right off the air. Ice Poseidon, I think, is the guy that always gets swatted like, oh, every time he goes yeah. outside. Every kind of, yeah, every time he goes outside. Yeah, well, that, so that's a, that guy's a whole nother yeah, issues. Okay, great. Twitch, yay! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, speaking of people breaking the law... Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Um, or no longer breaking the law Yeah, uh, would be lawbreakers. Um, they closed it down. The dream is dead. And that did not last maybe a year and a half, two years, something like that, maybe? It released in October, I think. Really? Yeah, this year? Yeah, it was uh, fairly recent. It, it Lawbreakers, for those that don't know, year. was kind of a uh, um, multiplayer deathmatch type of game. Uh, very old school Cliffy B uh, type of game. Uh, you had a Quake. lot of good mobility. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Quake, Unreal Tournament, that kind of thing. And uh, they were just late. It, it just they didn't have the audience because everyone's already playing PUBG and Fortnite. So well, just, I think it never got a chance in Overwatch. Cause that game was more like an Overwatch. Uh, type yeah. Of game. Yeah. You I, had, you had characters you played as and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. So of course the, uh, the cure for a game that doesn't do well is to release a BR variant. Uh, <laughs> yep. So they Q, released <laughs> Q radical heights. Tell us about it. Yeah, so Radical Heights, I don't know. I've I've only caught uh, Doc streaming it. I haven't not seen many people stream it, but uh, it it really appeals to his kind of his kind of like style with the outrun or synth wave kind of scene that he's got going on with the '80s throwback. Mm-hmm. But uh, all the you know, it's very it's very the graphics are akin to H1Z1 and a mix of Fortnite, and it plays like both of those games. Um, with like a you like you spend money though in game instead of like building and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's based they on have, um, vending machine money. Yeah, and you go so, when you kill someone, you get money, and you take it to the vending machines, and you get stuff out. I watched Shroud play it a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have to you have to like you can only like you win so much, but you can deposit it and keep it safe if you wanted to for another game. 
So there, there is different mechanics that's not in other BR games, but it is another BR game that's way late to the scene. Yeah. So, but it's <laughs> is it's. I was trying to figure out if it was sponsored or not because I'm like, what are people doing playing this crappy looking Fortnite clone? Because it I does think, look like a crappy Fortnite clone. Yeah, it really does. I think it's just that if a new BR comes out, everybody's going to try it and stream it to try to maybe get their their slice of Twitch, maybe. Could be, could be. Because you saw like the Darwin Project, uh, a lot of right. streamers play that. One of my favorites, Anthony Kongfon plays it, but I just mm-hmm. I've really got no interest in it. So I'll watch mm-hmm. it for him, but I won't necessarily get right. that invested in a game. Yeah. It's kind of I don't know if I don't know if Doc will stick with it, but it definitely kind of fits his style of gameplay. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe this will be his new PUBG. But maybe. yeah, Cl- I think I think Cliffy B is kind of gonna take another one to the jaw like uh, Lawbreakers there. Yeah, so what well, are we gonna come know. up with a what <laughs> are we gonna VR. come up with a VR <laughs> the Pixel know. Pub VR? Already, I don't yeah, know. It already bombed. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> we got in. We got out. It was. It was yeah, yeah. It's all right. Speaking of ugly. Oh uh, no! Destiny two updates for the week. Can you uh, can you calm down with this? <laughs> <laughs> so I have a Destiny update, and then I'll I'll hand it to Andrew because he's got some positive ones. I'm just gonna comment on the fact that um, Iron Banner six v six was delayed. Uh, looks like they found some uh, kind of game breaking mm-hmm. bugs that uh, prevented it. But I've heard there's some things coming out this week. Yeah. So why don't you tell us about it? Well, actually, I want to I want to address the summit that's coming. Have you heard about this? Uh, yeah, the community summit, right? Yep, the community summit. I think they're taking forty, you know, well known people in the Destiny community. Um, one being like King Goth, who's almost like the person to talk about this stuff. Because just today, he he had like a town hall in his stream of six thousand people watching Destiny two, mm. and giving really really good feedback to to uh goth so that he can bring it to bungie oh that's thought... good because typically he hates the stream destiny because people complain to him about it like he made it i watched the whole thing i i was very <laughs> very surprised there was little to no toxicity there was everyone being passionate about what's being discussed it was it was it was a revelation i was like i don't know what's going on with the stream right now because i listened to the whole thing he did straw polls he made sure everyone was engaged who's mm-hmm. playing destiny and it made me feel good i was thinking nice. like hey the this summit could be something great but of course we have to let bungie know what our concerns are and then of course they have to follow up on them uh one of the biggest thing that i want to take away from that is that he he's making a physical list right and he's going to bring it to bungie and he's going to give it to bungie all of the all of them and he's going to then of course later down the road come back and say what has bungie actually done and then give it to the stream that would be that's going to be pretty amazing when the time comes like what did they miss what did they actually listen to or very disappointing or very disappointing it could be very disappointing could be very very enlightening you know i've watched goth break down a couple of um you know this week at uh bungie's and you know a lot of the feedback that he himself comes up with is that this is cool but it's not enough you know, it, it seems like he's a little frustrated by the pace. So I'm a little curious to see if they're going to address the pace of the corrections or the or the updates or the new content that I think a lot of pe- people feel like they're owed. You know, we're we're coming up on half a they're year. They're on a now, tight schedule. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what the that's what the timelines for, of course, and they kind of address that. I know, I know they're pushing this stuff back, but they're being more, you know, just being more open about it. I, the well, number one thing he did say that he wants, and he that of course he and the community actually agreed on, was the meaningful loot system, just a meaningful loot system. And now that oh, sounds yeah. general. That sounds no, general. That's, but that's, that's what. True, that's the though. whole point. It's the whole point of the game. Right, we want a meaningful loot system. Um, he actually went into detail. I know I'm probably you know rambling a little bit more than often, but I'm kind of passionate about this too. Is uh, having a, like a masterwork system. He this is what he suggested. But when you when you have a masterwork, it's like a frame, and then the frame, you get an add-on pieces that drop from specific bosses. So now you have to farm the bosses and their random rolls, and you add it to your frame of the gun. Mm-hmm. You know that that appeals to you know number one loot. Number two, just customizing, making right. making that gun yours. So that's something to think about. Um, that summit's coming up. Basically, they're gonna go to Bungie. They're gonna tell them everything. They're gonna sh- Bungie's gonna show them stuff, and he obviously has to sign an NDA. But he can tell us, hey, he's excited for it or he's disappointed in it. So looking oh, so it's to not that. so hmm. everything that happens at the summit is gonna be kind of kept under wraps. Yeah, it's gonna be kept under wraps. But uh, of course, see, I think that's see, that's oh, bad move. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to get like the you know the tribal leaders to help calm the calm the uh, population. But really, I think it's beyond that. Like, there's anarchy in most streamers' chats, especially when they're playing Destiny. So, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it gets very toxic. And I don't know if someone even even we can just say it, he's the biggest Destiny streamer there there is. Yeah. Um. At the moment, and and for him to just come out and be like, "All right, guys, everything's gonna be cool." I don't know. That's that's no, he didn't say. He didn't say that. No, no, I'm no. I mean, like, that. if when he if he does, if he oh, comes back from the summit, oh, oh, oh. it's like, hey guys, don't worry about it. everything's okay. I don't know if that's enough for yeah. for the you know community necessarily. But we'll yeah, see. But it's but it's better than nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. We've been talking about you know them fixing Destiny Two for a few months now, and ever since its release. <laughs> uh, no, I think we I think we were all kind of cool with it at first. Like, hey, this is fun, and then. Yeah. Once you kind of ran into that wall about content, you know, it became. Yeah. All right. Well, what's so next? after the first month? Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's like really quickly go over some of the new news like for for Destiny Two is that there's been a huge update. We discussed that before, but now it's a little minor update recently, uh, just fixing some some stuff where you go into the tower and it's like completely black and there's no uh, vendors. Well, they fix that. They also fixed the huge bug in the raids where, for some strange reason your armor doesn't allow other people to zone in. So if you die in a fight and then you come, like, people zone in, the fight's not there because oh other people gosh. are still dead. That's so been they, at least yes. four months, maybe yes. five months that that's five been a problem. Months. They finally fixed it. That's so. crazy. That, that's crazy that it's still a problem. I, it's not It's not still a problem. Well, it was still a problem, yeah, since today or so this week. This week. Um, another, another news for at least specifically for our community is we want to make sure, of course, that we have our clans more with more active people. So I went ahead. Uh, we we use the Bungie API as we got everyone's last seen or basically last um, logged in for for their account, and we are purging people that are like forty five days not logged in. So we want to make sure that we are recruiting more people that are active too. So you know, the in general, I purged a lot of people. Um, I want to make I want to make it clear that every Every clan is open, so if you have friends, of course, invite them. Number number two is if you have friends in other clans, go you can hop over to their their clans and you know 
play with them in their clan. So yeah, uh, that's the that's the update for now. I'm still working on a lot of the a lot of the there's a lot of people, so I think I'm near like seventy five percent done. So I just wanted to update everyone on that. Nice, cool. and hopefully cool. that'll make it uh, easier for people to look for a group or uh, or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We'll uh, just kind of keep it in the same maybe sphere of stuff. But uh, BlizzCon was announced. I don't know if we'll see any Destiny stuff at BlizzCon, but it'll be on November second through third, which I think is probably that first weekend of November. And I BFA. think the tickets BFA. tickets will go on sale um, either next week or the week after that. So, okay. and I know myself and Jared are both probably. I know Jared will most likely go but i'm gonna try to go this year as well oh nice man so the dream the dream so we should have coverage of that yeah i usually tune out at work for those two days and i'm just like watching like you know on on stream or whatever the right you know the virtual ticket and watching to see what's going on even the even the wow stuff is something that i find very interesting because they usually save their big announcements for then yeah yeah, so. there's a lot of a lot of cool events they do mm-hmm. that are during the show. So, did we cover yeah. the new release date uh, for Battle for Azeroth? Yes, it is going to be August 14th. Boom. So we'll actually already be in Battle for Azeroth uh, by the time. Uh, what was that a good two good two solid months of stuff going on before BlizzCon? So they'll probably have uh, their you know their kind of roadmap for patches down the road and i don't think we're we're definitely not gonna see any like new expansion for a while but maybe maybe for diablo still holding that thread of hope they're gonna add more to diablo uh, diablo i mean it's it's getting a little long in the tooth now right i mean maybe they should just do diablo 4 i don't know maybe new we'll starcraft see. we'll see maybe or maybe ah, just maybe. Uh, some overwatch stuff you never know but that's eh, what's you know what it's, it's been <laughs> you, whatever it is, it's going to be a surprise. You'll hear some rumors, things yeah. that they like to see, but they they do agree. The rumors are always wrong. Right. They always are. <laughs> I think Blizzard purposely plants wrong rumors. I think they do. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> well, sometimes things just make sense from a timing standpoint. They're like, oh, it I does. bet we'll probably hear about a WoW expansion because it's been one and a half years since the last announcement. It's like, right. okay, yeah, that makes sense. But Murky, the console game. I don't know. <laughs> I think we've actually had that April Fool's joke or something. Nice, but yeah, nice. Well, uh, I always look forward to it, even though it's so far off. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. It's like it's like Christmas, nerd Christmas. Yeah, but we also have uh, mid Christmas coming up with E three, so that is of, true. It'll be a couple, like maybe a month or two away. So look yeah. out for that. But other things you should probably look out for: uh, ransomware. Those things are nasty, right? Oh yeah, it's terrible. Locks down your computer and makes you send Bitcoin to. Places yeah. in Russia. It's terrible. Well, there's a new... I want to give everybody a heads up. There is a new uh, ransomware floating around. This will lock all your files, and you're not going to be able to access them unless you play an hour of PUBG. <laughs> that's Wow. That's the, or you can just launch the game, because apparently that works too, and it'll start the decrypt on your files. Or there's a button on the pop-up that says, just unlock my files, and it'll unlock it for you. But... It's I guess someone it's a, it's an attempt at maybe like a fun a fun hack or you know a fun virus going around that's I don't know none of that ever seems really fun it's kind of scary mm-hmm. but at least it's not asking for money or anything like that it's just telling you to go play PUBG it's called Blue Hole 
Yeah, they, yeah, maybe uh, they, they might have had some good thoughts about this and you know, thinking, oh, this would be so funny. We're going to troll some people and, you know, no one will be hurt. But the only people that ever seem to be hit by this is like critical systems, like hospitals yeah. and, you know, and, and infrastructure yeah. and the people that can lease the four oh, copy of PUBG. And certainly that, that would be a very bad thing for you walk into your work at you, like you work at the hospital and it's like, Oh, we can't, we can't do anything until we play PUBG. <laughs> at least that they gave the unlock ability. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, okay. That's nice, but still there's going to be interruptions caused by this. So definitely don't so advocate just, it, but at least it's not the worst thing. You know, it's not the worst thing, but definitely, you know, don't be, don't be afraid if it pops up and I mean, you might want to watch what you're well, doing. If you, yeah, be afraid. <laughs> be afraid that you've got <laughs> terrible online etiquette and you shouldn't be. You have very terrible online etiquette. Yes. Oh, man. But yeah, and uh, so I'll give a couple PS4 news while we're at it. Um, nice. Okay. They actually had a lot of stuff for Spider Man uh, come out, a lot of news. So I just want to talk about that real fast because that's going to look, look like a really fun game. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Oh, yeah. But. Uh, it's uh, produced yeah. by the uh, the same Insomniac. folks that made uh, one of my games of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did uh, oh. Sunset Overdrive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. So if anybody can make a fun Spider-Man game, it's those guys. Yeah, but we got a September 7th release date. Um, they, they, are, they confirm that there will be multiple suits. Some you'll get through pre-orders, but don't worry. All suits can be unlocked in the game through gameplay, including the ones you get from pre-orders. Yeah, but that's um, that's pretty common with most Spider-Man games. Yeah, there was yeah. one called um, "Through the Web of Time" or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. It's a couple of years old now. You can get it for next to nothing, but it's um, it's actually a pretty fun game, and you can unlock all the Spider-Man suits, and you can play as like all the different variations. You know, Spider-Man right. twenty ninety nine, uh, black suit Spider-Man, normal Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir. Um, there, there's a ton of options. I assume there'll be a lot of options in this one as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, and they've said that they, it just won't be a game where you play through the story and that's it. There will be an open, like kind of an open world s game with side quests akin to Ar- the Arkham series with Batman. Okay. So you'll you'll have different villains and stuff that have their own kind of small quest chain that might lead to something bigger. That'd be interesting to see. I'd like to and see one that will... just controlled well. Uh, the the Binox yeah. systems, the ones that came out a couple years ago. Um, they were cool looking and like the swinging around was fun, but combat always felt weird and some things just never quite felt very smooth. So I'm looking forward to them and, and they're mm-hmm. very capable of making a, making a good game. From what I've seen, it looks very, it looks very the combat looks very smooth. So I'm in, I'm very excited. Don't forget. The, it also, don't forget the battle oh, Royale Spider-Man uh, under Spider-Man drop into the city. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, April Fool's! I, 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 okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did hear that it's locked to 30 frames on PS4 Pro and PS4 normal. Is mm. it coming Maybe on PC? It's no, no, it's only it's, it's only PS4 on, it's only on PS4. Yeah, that was a little, and, uh, little unfortunate to hear, but I was like, maybe yeah. it's just because of the has the render. You know, just because of the CPU and everything's. I don't know. I figured that there has to be a reason why. Yeah, it, it, it'll still be a good game. I trust oh, the developer definitely. enough. Insomniac is, you know, there's certain developers that you just know a game will be good. Even when like Arkham Knight came out from Rocksteady, and people were like, "Oh, this is like the worst." It was still one of the best games that came out that year. It was um, good, not on PC. It was good on console. It eventually, was good on PC. <laughs> eventually, yeah, but that wasn't their fault. 
That was the yeah. publisher fault. Good old. Have a God of War. Anything on that? Like it's coming out this uh, month. It comes crazy. comes out uh, next next Friday. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of banner ads, a lot of ads now. It looks awesome. I'll, I'll I will I'll actually get I'll, I'll do a very in depth talk about it whenever I uh, oh, whenever I play because I will play it. You got release, it. All right. So. Nice. Cool. Yep. yep. I will play it on release. So but, do you have the, the do you have the pro or do you have just a normal? I do. Okay, yep, so I have a pro. What what would you say is like? Would you say it's a very noticeable difference from the pro to the the regular? I've actually I have never played the regular PS4. I've only played the pro. Oh, okay. Pro. Oh. I have the pro. Yeah. Yeah. When it came out. So. Yeah. Well, I hear there are a lot of difference, like especially if you play, uh, Horizon. Oh really? Yeah, because I know that yeah. was like the 4K, but I heard like it, like even the regular PS4 still has the HDR. So I was just curious because I'm I'm I might be interested yeah with all these would, great new games coming out it might be worth seeing them in like 4k and hdr and everything else you know i might if i were you i might hold off just in case e3 they might announce something else because the the pro isn't as strong as the one x it's it's akin to the one s right yeah the gap so, between the ps4 and the ps4 pro is much narrower than the original xbox one right. and the xbox one x yeah right so they might they might put out a more powerful version of the PS4, but well, who knows? Hmm. We might see. But uh, yeah, it's it looks very nice in 4K. But uh, one last PS4 thing, uh, Spyro will be out on September 21st. So we have a lot of stuff coming out in August and September. Sounds like Tomb Raider. I think Tomb Raider might move up their date because it's a week right after Spider Man. I think. I believe. Hmm. Oh. I'm just thinking because they did remember we talked about this like it was a week, Mm -hmm. two weeks earlier. And it's like, oh, the Tomb Raider is coming out September 14th or something like that. And then Spider-Man came out with theirs. And you're like, oh, well, that's (laughs) that's different. I feel like you can have two major games drop on the same time because Shadow of War and uh, Assassin's Creed Origins dropped around the same time. We had we had Horizon Zero Dawn and Breath of the Wild. Yeah, same week. Okay, yep. so they can have their their time to shine. Different, yeah. Different I, th- I think yeah. people can absorb two games. What happens is it's the third game, you know, the lawbreakers of the world that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that end up uh, paying the price. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. It's gonna be a good fall. That's for sure. Yeah, shaping up. And uh, something else may be shaping up. And uh, and news that no one cares about. DayZ said they're coming out with a new engine for their game in just a couple weeks. Is that a new yep. Battle Royale? Oh, no. If you haven't heard, DayZ was a game uh, that came out year- years ago, I believe. And uh, it was actually done by Player Unknown before he went and worked on PUBG. So, so it's not PUBG. It's not PUBG. I don't know why there's still people working on this game. It's never left early access. Um, it's it's PUBG minus what makes PUBG PUBG. Yeah, I remember hearing about it. Like you could lay in fields for hours and just wait. Yeah, it's it, you. Play, it's a you go around, and you loot, and then you die, and it starts all over. It's and it's but it's server based instead of like matchmaking based. Mm-hmm. So like Rust. So it's a lot like it's like it's like a PUBG mod for Rust. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's what inspired PUBG, but I don't know why they're actually still working on that game. They're kind of they're all basically they're, like Arma three mods, and they kind of well, it is, that. yeah, that's yeah. what that is, yeah. 
yeah. I don't, I don't spend too much time talking about that because yeah, I just wanted to throw yeah, that out there. Something that... that's finally like two years ago is <laughs> probably released now. No one cares. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're like me who bought that game, yeah, stuff's stuff's happening. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're being rewarded. But uh <laughs> uh so you guys you guys have heard about Divinity Original Sin 2, right? Mm-hmm. I actually just talked about it a little earlier. But uh it's finally coming to PS4 and Xbox One. And uh it'll be sometime in August. More August September releases. And it'll feature a local co op, which I don't think they actually have on PC version. Bob look into that. That's yeah, interesting. So because it is yeah, a we'll two-player setup, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was. Yeah, that's what I remembered, so, or that's what I played from the first one. Is the yeah the uh, the two-player option there? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about that since it's kind of leading into it. But yeah, from when uh, the differences from the first and the second one, whenever you make a character, you don't make two; you just make one. Um, there's there's races now, so you're not just a human. There's a bunch of different races you can play as. There's elves, dwarfs, humans. Uh, undead and lizards, blizzard people, whatever they're called. Um, and there's Lizard also games. origin characters. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's an origin character for each uh, each race that comes with like a like a back like a predetermined backstory. And so as you play through the game, there's unique quests, unique dialogue, and all that you know, all that good stuff that ties into that origin character. Uh, and you know, there's you can customize it to like the way they look, and I think maybe a couple of their traits. But it, it's it's really cool, and different from the first one. So it gives you know, it gives each playthrough a more unique approach because you know there's so many different origin characters you can play with different traits, and there's a thing called tags. So like you can have like the outlaw tag or in like the like a soldier tag, that kind of thing, where your character has backgrounds in those fields of expertise. But uh, yeah, I love the I love the game. Games like that are fun. I would probably say it's a it's a nine out of ten. And if I'd have played it last year, it might have contended for my number one slot. Oh wow! And last year was a strong year too. Breath of the Wild. It was. Yeah, Rising it would, it would definitely competed else. with Breath of the Wild. Really? Wow! It's a, it's an incredibly well done game. There's there's so many different ways that you can do quests and puzzles. And so, you know, it's not go from point A to point B. It's like you could talk to this guy, or you can go kill this one over here, or you can, you know, steal something from this guy, or, you know, help this person out, and they might have a clue to what's going on. But like, they, it's all, every quest is very well thought out, and everything has more than one way of doing it. So, what about so, for someone like me who started playing the first one, really dug it, but just, you know, didn't have really the time commitment to be able to uh, to go much further with it. You know, do I need to finish the first one, or can I? Uh, this game is, this is set thousands. Out? This game is set thousands of years after the first one. So yes, you have, you have to finish. <laughs> so there, there is no thousands of years <laughs> until it naturally yeah. arrives. There is no ties to the first game, other than maybe a mention of like the history of the their world. But like, there is there's nothing tying it to the first okay. one at all. I mean, I played all the way through Witcher three after not finishing Witcher two, but finishing Witcher one. Yeah. So I mean, if you can, if you can do that, you can definitely handle this. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, because Witcher three so, it throws some throws some history at you. Yeah, this one this one will not. It kind of feels like a totally different game. Cool to be honest, like the kind of setting and stuff. Uh, the, so I've I've only put maybe five or six hours into it, 
but like it definitely does not have that same the setting does not feel the same as the first so far hmm. well it sounds like so. we're going to get a bunch of reviews today um we have our yeah our review machine andrew uh, is going to talk about uh celeste well it's been two weeks right so, and and that, with yeah. the switch and all these indie games coming out it's i don't know i've never been an indie person but with the switch it's just amazing to pick it up even even bring it to lunch and just like play a little bit i've done that when it first when breath of the wild came out yeah i think it's great so celeste is a platformer but Mm -hmm. it's like it has a story it has a really deep story to it um i would put it together if you wouldn't if you want to say like um journey have you played journey on the ps4 back when Oh yeah, so. it's, yeah, I played yeah, Journey. Journey, yeah, Journey. It's it's you know it's very serene. You know mm-hmm. you have a little story. It's peaceful. It's, like whim- it's peaceful, whimsical, that sort of thing. And of course, uh, with a like a high end platformer like Super Meat Boy, <laughs> like something something of those mixed mixed together. Um, but it's it's very unique also in a sense that uh, it tells a story while while bringing you through this high fast paced um, you know platforming, very cool cool music going on as well and there's there's like mechanics that it introduces to you as you keep going um you know for a platformer you're just like okay well i jump and i have these certain abilities right usually in the beginning that's just how it is mm-hmm. here like you you get to the next level and it introduces something new and you have to use that throughout you know throughout the rest of the level and of course it keeps stacking up and it teaches like, every single time you you wipe you're instantly put back to where you back in the beginning like instantly so there's no there's no like weight or anything like that you, you you can continue to learn how to beat that specific um you how would you say like a slide like that specific level and then you keep moving forward um it gets a little harder and harder um but again i would i i would highly recommend this i give it i'm giving it a 10 out of 10 because everyone else is giving it a 7 nice. out of 10 wow. this is a game to play uh, for an indie indie person, if you don't like platformers, I can actually say like, I I'm not a platformer person, especially like this high end sort of like fast paced platforming. Mm-hmm. But it brought me to where as like it brought me piece by piece, like t- it took me step by step of the way, and you're constantly learning. So you're not you don't feel like you're you're being like, you know, <laughs> like you're you're bound you're like one thousand deaths. Oh no, I'm just gonna give up this game. You actually feel good about progressing. What if you hate huh. hard games? <laughs> it's hard, but again, like I said, the, the storyline is also very, very good, and the, the I think I think really the whole the whole story brings you through it too. Like you okay. you want to play more because of the story too. I watched the man versus game play it. You know, he's a very skilled player. I don't know if you ever seen him or not, but he's kind of known for playing you know difficult games on the highest of difficulties, and. I watched him just kind of banging his head against the wall trying to beat this thing. So really, yeah, but he was probably playing on like the hardest. There was no difficulty. Okay, level. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> he was. Oh no. So yeah, yeah. Okay. I I mean honestly, I beat it in six oh. hours or so. Wow, nice. A little humble so, brag. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. It's not. It's not. Better than man <laughs> but, I, but I actually like. I want to go back. I want to go back and play it. Like I, again, just because of how fun it was, the experience of it all. Um, people are giving a ten out of ten for a reason too. So I'm not gonna ruin the story, but the story is great. The I think I great. think that maybe yeah. the first perfect, uh, perfect score we got for a game. Yeah, I, I think that's accurate. I am, and you know what? I think it's, I think you can give a ten out of ten to a short game like that, 
because yeah. there's not enough time for it to really it's, get old or to get monotonous and the and the kind it's of good at what it is. Yeah, and I also I also say this because it's an indie game. Like I wouldn't rate this is a twenty dollar indie game. If I I wouldn't yeah like you, you said, wouldn't compare it to like Breath of yeah, the Wild. Exactly, I would not compare it. So right. yeah, no, that's um, fair. for what it's supposed. For what it's supposed to be, it's ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah, which is also like a good good transition to Golf Story, which is basically in the same vein of Another it's an indie 10 game. Out of 10. It's an indie, it's a it's an indie game from the, I played on the Switch. Uh, I it's a completely different game other than Celeste. It's just a it's RPG. Like it's an RPG Stardew Valley golf. sort of. Thing. Yeah, Stardew Valley ish. Um, without farming, it's, it's just now golf. I would just say golf. Like it's golf RPG light. Golf oh, RPG light. Awesome. With with mainly some crazy stuff regarding uh what kind of golf courses you're you're on there's not really mm-hmm. golf courses these are just out there places like just like semi- mario golf courses <laughs> yeah mario golf courses <laughs> crazy crazy stuff this has been released a long time ago but i wanted to get into it and i beat it uh, i want to give it i want to say 7.5 out of 10 because it got a little bit at the okay. very end it got grindy um, mm. that's still a good score still a good yeah. score that still means very good mm-hmm. yeah and then I, I wanted to talk about Captain Toad Treasure. I know we're going back to the Wii U, but it's coming out for the Switch, like you said. So it is. maybe it's something yeah. to talk about for the people that are looking into it. No, it's uh, good. We should review four-year-old games. I think we should. <laughs> Shouldn't we? I'm just giving you a little crap. This is, I mean, I, I could throw out a review of it too, um, or I can at least speak to it, because I enjoyed playing this when it came out. It's a great game. But Go, go for ahead, it. Andrew. I don't want to take, no. No, take your... Go for it. <laughs> So you're Toad, and you're a captain. Treasure, yeah. And you're looking for treasure, and you can only walk down. Um, and eventually, no. you'll find the treasure. Yeah. And if you have a amiibos, you can unlock even more outfits for him. Ten out of ten. Ten All right. out of ten. Great, great review. <laughs> I would. I'm just gonna really since it's four years ago. It's it's more of a more of an experience for me to to play with my daughter like a game oh, that great. that she can enjoy because she can help in in a sense and of course uh, this fun lovable character Toad and Toadette go on an adventure mm-hmm. and they have to gather some stars of course with some big baddies along the way uh, just you know it's also some great puzzle solving good family game yeah um, and with the with the Wii U I was able to play you know I was able to play on the the tablet thing right of course and it's the same thing and then of course she can watch on the, can. On the big screen mm-hmm. so is it is this one of the ones where you can have a second person helping you out in some way i don't think so no but it's, I thought, it's pretty single player i thought there was it, some it great was mechanics a, though it was a budget title for nintendo which means it was 40 dollars, mm-hmm. right and it was kind of light on i don't want to say light on content because there's a ton of levels and they're all like really great but it was it was light light from a yeah from like a story and production standpoint it was pretty much like here's a whole bunch of levels and the way that you can think of it is kind of like those you know those marble mazes where you can they're like multiple levels and you got to kind of finish whatever you're doing on the top level before you drop down to the next one that's that's what this turn turn things around yeah because you can get trapped and then you got to start all over again so you get it was great there was some great mechanics like you there was some platforms that move up and down but you have to blow like actually blow into the Wii so so it picks up the mic and it'll it'll change the environment that that the game's in 
Mm. So that was that was very very cool. Um, I wanted to bring it up not as a like a, a review. I just wanted to bring it up as an experience for me and my daughter. Like it's just oh, one of those cool. things. Uh, we're that just getting I a bit of trouble, but yeah. um, you know, if you're also enjoying that, a lot of the similar mechanics are available in Super Mario 3D World. You know, you can also blow in the microphone to like turn fans and turbines and stuff. And that was uh, a big 3DS feature when that came out. With the three the 3D World, yeah, it was on 3DS, but it was also on. Uh, I just mean like the blowing in mics and stuff. That's yeah, you know, um, I used to do and um, what was it, Apollo, uh, Apollo, uh, Apollo Justice? No. Oh, <laughs> Phoenix. Oh, Wright. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix right. right. Phoenix right. Phoenix yeah. right. He he had his buddy Apollo Justice or something like that, and and everyone else. But yeah, you used to do like hunting down clues and like you do stuff with the mic and with the stylus and everything. So it's mm-hmm. cool having that different level of interactivity in a game. Yeah. That outside of the controller it's it's crazy because i think my family is turning into more of a nintendo fan base now it's because of the switch and because <laughs> of the we i got the super nes classic and of course that's how super... that's how i got i think that's how most people get their start that's how i got my start mm-hmm. nintendo product this is awesome so. yeah it's my reviews for for now good family yeah. good nintendo with their family fun yeah yep. talk about good family clean. fun um what do you guys think of ready yeah. player one loved it loved it I loved it. It's good. It. Good old nerd fest. It's definitely a nerd fest. Definitely a nerd fest. Um, yeah, just jump into it. Tell, tell us about it. I, I know if you read the book, so so at a high it's, at it's a high level, built. it's considered a nostalgia driven adventure. So I mean, it's very much focused on things that were released in the eighties. Although, yep, you got Overwatch characters running around too. So some Minecraft white fit the same. Yeah, Minecraft. <laughs> um, and this movie is actually potentially up for best animated feature because of the percentage of animation in the movie mm-hmm. um, and a movie has to be at it's least, impressive at least 75 percent animated which this is uh which is really weird considering it's supposed to be a live action movie so right similar to like wreck it ralph from a few years ago where it had a bunch of cameos and you know little easter eggs and everything um, that's the entire point of this movie. Um, yes, that's the whole movie. Yeah, it is. What can you spot? <laughs> like, where did you see Goro? You know, did you see? I, I don't. I don't think that. Like, you'd have to watch it multiple times to point everything out because there's so much in every single scene. I don't know if you ever could really get to the bottom, but if you if you are a fan of '80s, you know, entertainment, you will find some things that you or like just in here. pop culture in general. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's the bike from Akira, you know, there's uh, Freddie and Jason running around. Um, there was even shining. a pro, uh, prolonged um, shining uh, yeah. scene, which was probably my favorite part of the movie. And that wasn't that wasn't a part of the book, was it? No, no. no. that was supplemented for something else. Yeah. And I don't want to get too much into the spoilers, but, um, yeah, you yeah, know, if you yeah, read the yeah. book, uh, the first trivia in the or the first challenge in the book is like the last challenge in the movie um mm, so interesting you know without getting you know giving it away if you've read the books you pretty much know what to expect although they've reimagined it it is not the same as the books if you want cool. the full experience i'd say get read the books because there are some drastic changes but again i like to say like this the movie keeps a spirit like it keeps the spirit of what's going on, um, and it has it has the feeling of the epic nature that was in the book, and just mm-hmm. brought into life. Yeah, but I I will tell you that 
Steven Spielberg is a better storyteller than Ernest Klein, the writer of the book is. So hmm. Steven Spielberg sets things up a little bit better. You've got some uh, foreshadowing that occurs in the movie that they don't do anything like in the book. The book is like, I did this nerd thing. I did this next nerd thing. I did this next nerd thing. <laughs> and then that's the end of the, that's the end of the book with this one. You know, Spielberg's kind of setting some stuff up. You know, he's, he's moving around some ponds. He's got some uh, some players coming in. You know, what do I do with this? You know, the time will be right. You know, that kind of thing. So um, it was cool for to see Spielberg come out and release another blockbuster. It was. Uh, my feedback on the whole thing is that uh, there's lots of parts that I think it was probably too long. Uh, the first challenge, in my, and, you know, the, I think the first challenge is a little too long. The race, um, uh, I shouldn't say yeah. which one it was, but okay. Yeah, the the, the race. Yeah, that mm. was, I, I think they definitely could have shortened that down because the other challenges were, in my opinion, a lot shorter than that whole sequence was. And um, and then there's some parts, I think, that uh, maybe could have been a little longer. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there, it felt it was definitely compressed towards the end. It's a it, it's total runtime is two hours, 19 minutes. So mm-hmm. it's uh it's a fairly long movie, um, mm-hmm. but I never got the feeling of time dragging while watching right. this. I, I, I felt like it was constantly pushing me forward uh, towards the end of the movie. And at the end, it was just like, okay, we've run out of time and everything's yeah, going to kind of The end hand. was definitely incredibly rushed. I personally would have liked a longer ending, but I've also heard the feedback that some people would have maybe liked it to be 15 minutes shorter. In parts, yeah, sure. I, I'm, I'm not sure overall. exactly where you'd cut it out. I imagine, right, probably underneath, maybe some of the, well, maybe some of the love story part, or maybe some of the real maybe. world stuff. Because, yeah, it de- it definitely does start out like very unique, has its own kind of unique approach to storytelling, and then it does kind of fall into that love story thing towards the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, but, but uh, oh yeah, if you can think of any Over. '80s trivia or. or or media. I mean, it's there. Like we talked about the shining, yep. there's a ton of Stephen King stuff. There's a, uh, you know, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> there's key man running around Ninja turtles, you know, but shocking. There's a Gundam. I, I was very shocked. Yeah, by there's that. definitely Gundam. I was surprised anime, though, a little bit of anime stuff that they did put in some new stuff and they did a lot of new stuff. You can tell that whoever battle, I guess battleborn must be owned by, um, was there Battleborn stuff? There were like 15 Battleborn characters wow. in the movie. Really? And I did, I did not, not know I this. I did not pick that up. Yeah. Well, you might not because you probably don't like the game or never <laughs> played it. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's where I was. So I, I saw this article today. It said, hey, here's like the top 120 cameos. And it was like, you'll recognize this guy from Battleborn. I'm like, no, I won't because I've never <laughs> played Battleborn. And they were, it was like littered with it. There was Battleborn people huh. all over the place. In fact, every time you saw someone that you thought, man, I, I think I recognize him from somewhere, but I just don't know where. It was probably a guy from Battleborn. <laughs> yeah, the, the failed Overwatch uh, counterpart. But yeah, overall, I think uh, I would give this movie an 8 out of 10. Okay, so we're all in agreement that it's uh, either from you know very good to great type of movie. Yeah, yeah, yep. Cool. Cool deal. And I know there was some uh, rumors floating around that uh, Spielberg wasn't going to allow any of the uh, Easter eggs to be about his stuff, but uh, I was pretty quickly dispelled when the Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park comes running out uh, pretty (laughs) early on. Um, And there was a couple other things, you know, like a Jaws poster in the background. I think uh, 
in one of the one of the characters' rooms, and um, there was a uh, logo from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So uh, he didn't go with his most popular stuff. I mean, arguably Jurassic Park would be, but uh, Close Encounters is one that you know people don't really talk about as much nowadays, but was huge for him back in the eighties. Yeah. Good stuff. Whoa. Destiny two. Uh roadmap. A new roadmap just released. Okay, I'll talk about that later. Oh, so we'll talk about, talk it about that next week. <laughs> no, just, just released. I'm seeing it right now. I'm just I'm reading it. I'm shocked. I can discuss it at the very end. Oh man, we're already pretty lengthy. We'll try to we'll get there. I'll, I'll, really, um, really quick, really, really quick, just stuff. But at the very end, let me know. How much more things okay. are they delaying? No, it's not <laughs> delaying. It's like giving us almost what we want. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. So I didn't follow up with and, it, but uh, Westworld <laughs> showrunners were offering to spoil all of season two for Redditors if yeah. their post got a thousand upvotes. So there was kind of a a uh, battle on Reddit of people upvoting and simultaneously downvoting this post to make sure it didn't get over a thousand Um to be able to go through there. So I didn't follow up with it. Um, I think it's probably reconciled by now, but I'm on the side that hopes they don't spoil everything. So I'm a little leery to go back. Um, I'm a big I fan. I think of they were kind of, they were kind of leaning towards, it, you know, if they, if they give the people who want it spoiled, their spoilers, and then maybe they can save everybody else kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And maybe not have the same fate as uh game of Thrones did. Well, yeah. Well, Westworld was one of those really like, a community got around like unraveling the mysteries kind of like you know the like the lost fan boards mm-hmm. and stuff you know back when that was out but the reddit took it up a notch with the first season so there was all this speculation and they're you know they're they're talking about a bunch of different things and they end up being right on a lot of stuff and it ended up uh, spoiling it for people that maybe went oh, to the, <laughs> went to the yeah went to it so uh so the creators the showrunners have offered to uh just go ahead and spoil it for them and just leave everyone else yeah. out of it as a rule of thumb, if you don't want anything spoiled, stay off Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that can be tough. It can be. Reddit is the front page of the internet, but it's also a assist pool of spoilers and discussions. Amongst other things. But Yeah. <laughs> amongst other things. But the last little tidbit of uh, news before we move into comics is that uh, Amazon is committed to five seasons of Lord of the Rings and uh, a possible one billion dollar budget and uh peter jackson may be producing it oh he's gonna produce it for sure um i just hope he doesn't direct it you know yeah yeah i mean look at the hobbit it was over long but look at the lord of the rings well sure but that's 20 years ago now you know does he have the same passion to produce yeah you know that kind of thing keep in mind they made all those movies for like I want to say like a hundred, it was like maybe a hundred million each, which, you know, right. sounds like a lot of money, but for the scope of what they did, really not. Um, right. So, w- I mean, here you go. Here's a billion dollars versus, you know, a hundred million. Um, what's he going to, you know, but wasn't the whole, wasn't it? the whole thing with the Hobbit is that he didn't want to be involved and kind of last second he was thrown in there. Guillermo del Toro. Uh, the director of The Shape of Water and Hellboy and uh-huh. a couple other things, he was supposed to direct it and he backed out. And he like, yeah, yeah, like last second. Right. And and uh, Peter Jackson came in to finish it up. But uh, you, you could tell it didn't have nearly, I mean, for me, I didn't like it nearly as much as the originals. And I just felt like there was a lot of 
like you talk about cutting 15 minutes out of a movie you probably could have cut an hour out of each one and <laughs> still been too long of a movie it, i would it like two movies i would like his opinion because he did the, like basically everything i like to have at least him in the scene you know well, being a producer it. is fine. Yeah, I, being I a think producer, he, yeah. I think he will. I don't think he wants to get stuck directing it again. No, I don't think so either. But yeah. that shouldn't happen, and that shouldn't happen. Shit, but you know, time will tell. Yeah, money does have a way of uh, getting things accomplished. Yeah, just for Nolan does. for director. <laughs> All of them. But uh, that might be kind of yeah. Cool. With the, with Infinity War coming up, uh, let's continue our kind of what we did the last episode and talk about what maybe inspired the movie. Sure. Yeah. So I'm following the theme of uh, infinity war, you know, releasing at the, the end of this month. Um, so last one, I uh, did my review of infinity gauntlet. If you haven't heard it, you can go back and listen from uh, 1991. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about infinity war from 1992. So one short year later, they decided to, Toss everything out the window and start all over again with a whole another story. So it's a six-part creative series or six-part series from the uh, same creative team that brought you Infinity Gauntlet. So uh, Jim Starlin is a writer and uh, Ron Lim as your uh, artist, uh, Al Milgram on inks. Um, essentially, the way it starts off is that the heroes and villains find that they are being attacked by their evil doppelgangers, um, basically twisted versions of themselves. Uh, so like Spider-Man's has like sharp teeth and six arms and, you know, really crazy evil looking version of them. And would, would the doppelganger of a villain be a good guy? Um, you think so, right? But it, it goes more. <laughs> so, Is they more evil bad yeah, guy? Yeah. It's more their pawns of the big bad. So mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to. It's not so much looking to fight the other ones they're looking to kind of replace the other ones because they can actually take over the body uh once they hmm. uh once they've taken them out so at the very beginning iron man gets knocked out and is replaced by you know doppelganger iron man and same thing with reed richards of course they don't really let you know that until a little bit later on um so as we remember the big bad from the first one was thanos um he retired after infinity gauntlet and went to become a farmer on the planet um, and he notices that there's this disturbance in the force and he returns to locate the source <laughs> of this power because it's just so, he's so finely attuned to like cosmic energies that it's just, it's driving him crazy that all this is happening. Um, so he hops in his little hover throne, uh, flies around and, uh, he ends up discovering that the root of the, of the danger is a evil character named Magus, um, and his own doppelganger. Um, who is assisting Magus. Now, I don't want to get too deep into where these things all come from, but Magus is basically like the evil half of Adam Warlock. So if, if we know who Adam Warlock is, is the guy who was ultimately the um, the Infinity Gauntlet holder, uh, he split himself off into a purely good version called Goddess and a purely evil version called Magus. And they... Uh, May just decide to continue to get power and goddess kind of ran off and was disappeared for a while. Um, so okay. Thanos learns of the plot to uh, get the infinity gems back together. Um, they're actually called cosmic cubes in this one because they're slightly different size. And, and of course um, he goes off and seeks uh, help from Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock agrees to help them. And then they say, let's go find earth's heroes and, and see what we can do. 
And of course, as soon as there's heroes see Thanos again, they immediately start attacking him um, because there's misunderstandings and doppelgangers all over the place. So Thanos is a good guy? Uh, Thanos is attempting to be a good guy, but let's say he's more of a pragmatic guy. Like he's trying to just get okay. everything to be... Um, He's trying to oh, he, he's trying to keep this power from falling in the wrong hands because he knows it can be detrimental to him. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, lots of fighting, action, and even more misunderstandings uh, propel the story forward uh, to the final act in which uh, Kang the Conqueror and Doctor Doom, who have secretly teamed up and been hiding behind a bookcase for the first five issues, uh, decide to pop out and steal the power. <laughs> um, and they are almost immediately uh, beaten down and unable to do so. Um, so really without getting too much into spoilers or anything, uh, the ending is different from last week in that it actually makes a lasting impact on the Marvel universe um, with Adam Warlock being forever changed by the events of this and um, needing to kind of reconcile who he is as a person. Uh, he thought by splitting off the evil and the good that he'd be able to be a true neutral observer of the universe and he's learning that that cannot be um overall i'm going to give it a seven out of ten for being an important story in the marvel mythos uh, but it suffers from a lot of the issues that were prevalent at the time uh where people have like huge monologues as they're punching or jump kicking someone and it just it, the flow is a little odd uh, there's too much over explaining and uh some some of the things are kind of inside uh, like inside jokes or inside meta knowledge uh, for people that wouldn't um, recognize it nowadays. Like the fact that like Hulk is smart back then. Um, he he yeah. used to be like, so super it's, intelligent. It, you know, it falls prey to the sands of time where it's good for, for when it came out and then kind of mm -hmm. deteriorates over time. Yeah. The art itself is pretty good, um, but the colors are bad. And this is back before they used computer coloring that they can do some really impressive looking things now with gradients. Uh, back then it was just like everything was like one solid color and it looks kind of garbage. Um, so I think if they did like a remaster of some of these old comics, they'd look really nice. So I'm holding maybe up for retelling. that. Yeah, maybe. Um, what was, that, and what was the, the name of it again? This is called Infinity War. Okay. And, um, and even though it's called the same as the movie coming up, I really hope this is not the story. That right, they use as right. a basis they'll, for the movie. Um, I think I feel like they'll probably pull some things from. Yeah, it. you could see maybe the doppelganger stuff popping out, or maybe the Infinity maybe. Gems. Um, but really, that was similar to last week with the Infinity Gems, right? And with Adam the war, Warwick, yeah. So, so uh, is there is there another uh, installment to this Infinity series? Yeah, certainly is. I'll have a, another one to talk about next week. I'll be talking nice. about Infinity. I love this stuff. Yeah, that's it. It's good stuff. Infinity. Good stuff. Well, all right, so that's over with. And please, <sighs> please. So I guess I get. There's okay. You got all right. We have we yeah. have a we have a choice. We talk about destiny now or next week, and we can do twenty questions. No, it'll be really quick. I'm just saying that. Please go okay. read the article that just came out right now, Bungie.net. If you're interested, obviously in Destiny Two, their new roadmap came out, and they have just given the new date for the DLC. May 8th, and there's going to be a Twitch stream on April 24th. Make sure to watch that. And then they 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 added a Season 4 onto the roadmap, which has gear collections, records, weapon slot changes, weapon randomization. 
Oh, okay. So, so go go read that. So everyone looking forward to uh, Destiny in 2021. Uh, Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, go, no, go that's for good. It. I'm glad. Uh, that's a lot of things you guys have been asking for in Destiny 2. So, um, great. At least you're excited. At least the Destiny fans are excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Go for it. What's what's All next? Right. So, so this is Rob's week for 20 questions. Oh, great. Dude, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose again. Probably. Uh, that's fine. We'll see. We'll see. Well, obviously, uh, we have to start off with a stupid question. Yeah. It is not conflict or <sighs> storm. Oh, man. Does your character wear a well, hat? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so funny that that was actually like a pivotal. I know. That's what I was saying last time. Yeah. Um, that was nope. Pivotal. Does not wear a hat. Okay. Okay. Was question. this released uh, after 2005? Yes. Okay. So newer. Looking at maybe a little something a little newer. Is. Is this in the current console generation of PS4, Xbox One, Switch? Um, how do we base this? Like, what if it has a remaster or something? Well, that well, that that would come into it, right? Did, did you say Andrew? Did you say release or did you say is it on? Uh, I'm just it asking on? speculation because it's because no, it, that, it that word would that word would actually. Uh, bring it bring it to light so yeah just i would say on is it on any of these yeah okay okay i mean well, ps clearly xbox one but... we clearly know from the question that and robin <laughs> just asked where it probably was not and originally released on the new consoles probably but we can keep going yeah is this um is this a nintendo uh produced game no, it is not a Nintendo produced game. Okay. So we have Xbox, PS, uh, Xbox, PlayStation games, and yeah, uh, we can PC say games. yeah, we can say is it, if it's um console ex- is it a console exclusive? Yes. Hey, and there it is, okay. right there. So you know, I'm thinking Sony. Uh, any exclusives got to be Sony. Let's let's try just just yeah. say if it's. But on... we also think that right. it's probably. Multiple generation, yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. Yep, yep. Um, just from that little hint that that he gave us, the character doesn't wear a hat. Does not wear very important, super important. Rob Vital. likes hats, yeah. So, not saying there's a hat. Uh, maybe maybe we need to nail down the setting. Maybe, but well, I think the or... console. If it's console exclusive, let's get that the console. In my opinion, okay. I mean, I think we. Yeah, sure. Oh, I forgot we haven't actually nailed the console down. So. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Sony. Go for Sony first, and then Nintendo. Then obviously Xbox is last. Well, it's not so. Nintendo. It says it's not Nintendo. But is it? Is it? Is it a uh, PlayStation title? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Definitely got to know down now. Okay. So, um, hmm. we can do gen- we can do uh, uh, genre or a setting. Yeah. Is it a platformer? Uh, no. Not a platformer. Well, the, hmm. I was thinking I was I was actually going in the sense of like Crash Bandicoot because I was released as a remaster. Mm. So yeah. and usually I think there was other um, remaster platformers, but now I'm trying to think of remaster stuff. See, I think of something that's came out originally after 2005 that might be remastered today. 
originally in 2005 and remastered today. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So I know there's like The Last of Us, uh, God of War 3. Um, let's see. What else? That's a good point. For? Right. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Kingdom Hearts was it? There's like Kingdom Dark Darksiders, is it? Is it like Darksiders? Dark, no, those are not exclusive. Oh, those are not exclusive. You're right. You're right. Not exclusive. Uh, yeah, I played those on Xbox. Um. Is is the setting of this game like? Is is it is it the setting fantasy? Uh, no. Okay, so we're they're looking at a more realistic setting. Okay. See, but it's Sony. I was actually going now with like Call of Duty, but because I was remastered too. But then there's multiple platforms. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. For some, genre for some reason. Maybe genre. For some reason, I want. I want to like chase The Last of Us or maybe Uncharted. Was Uncharted? Yeah, you're right. Uncharted definitely was. I don't know if it ever got. Re- it did. It did. It had the Drake. Cl- the the Drake. Well, they were both. For. They were both. What would you call those? An action adventure. Action adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Is this an action, an action adventure, adventure yeah. game? Yes. Hey, I think you got something, about I think I got something going. Um, neither one of the main characters in those games wore hats. <laughs> um, that's key. Hmm. Uh, do, um, do is the do we use guns in this game? Yes. And warning, you are at ten questions. Okay, you can get this in there. twelve. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Fifteen, maybe. <laughs> so I, I guns. Think you're right. I think either either Last of Us or the Nathan Drake collection, which is basically well, the let's, same. Let's let's think before we just kind of. You're right. You're right. Like how we can, like, and also include other games of the outside and try to include. Right. Those. So let's see um, here. Guns. How about how about this? Is your, pro- I mean, could we do we say? I mean, Tomb Raider is the same. No, you're right, but that's not. No, that's that not Tomb Raider. Tomb yeah. Raider was. They haven't done any remasters for Tomb Raider. Yeah, they have done remasters, but they haven't. They have, it's on. It's on all consoles. So, right. Yeah. Exclusive wise, the only thing I can come up with is Uncharted Two, right. uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, oh, we man. can only we can only say, does it have zombie? Like, does, like does it has zombies? But I'm not sure if that's a good question because that doesn't include all the other games on the outside. That's true. Um. Okay, how about this? Is it part of a series? Both of those games run on very similar engines. Is uh, it part yes. of a series? Yes. It's part of a series. So, Well, the... I mean, Last of Us has got a sequel coming no, out. No, you would not include that. They would not include I that. Would. No, you, I would. You, I would not include that because the game had to be released with a series. Right? That's what you asked, though. You just asked if it is a series. And since the second one is coming oh, out, that has established that Rob, that game would, is a well, series. Well, I, need, I need a clarification. Would you Would you do that if it, not, not specifically Last of Us, but if it was like Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, 3, and 4 is coming out, would you include that in a series? Yeah. I guess, no, you're you? right. No, but if, 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 if it's just a single, like 1 and 2, like 2 is coming out. But you don't. Yeah, I think you would. I think you would have to. You would have to? Oh, man. Yeah. Good point. Darn. <laughs> darn darn yeah, cause darn because it, it's like known right it's known that it is coming out right okay yes you you're, you you ask questions can, how can we <laughs> how can we narrow this down because i'm thinking it's one of those two 
Um, oh. Obviously, if you can do zombies, female character, you can do that. That'll defer if one or the other. But there is well, it depends on which one he's thinking. Depends on what he's thinking about. Um. Oh, doesn't oh no the first the the first couple of Uncharted didn't have multiplayer. It's just a new one. No, they had multiplayer. Two had multiplayer. All of them did. I know. I, I know for a fact two had multiplayer. And three. Does this game have multiplayer? Yes. I'm pretty sure okay. Last of Us had multiplayer as well. It does. It does. So you're saying like Uncharted does not count because of that? Because, well, I'm just, I'm just Uncharted. The first Uncharted didn't have it, correct? I'm pretty sure it didn't. Yeah. But the, you're saying the second one did? Yeah, second one did. I know. I know the newest one did. I know the fourth one did. The second and third one did. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if we wasted a question there too. <laughs> I don't know. Um, is your character female? No. It's Nathan Drake. It's got to be a Drake collection. Well, the thing is, you, the main character in The Last of Us that you play is not female. For at least the majority of the game. Well, he would... The Last of Us 2 is... Last of Us... No, the main character is both Ellie and... Right. In, well, in, maybe in you ask one. if we play as multiple characters. Do you play as multiple characters in in Uncharted? In Uncharted, or do you play as just? I Nathan mean, technically, Drake? if you can include the the Lost series, which well, we're I don't think I don't think we're aiming for that one. That one hasn't been remastered for a new one. Oh, I see. You're going for the number one being yeah. remastered. Is, I understand. Is is there multiple characters? Like, do you play as multiple characters? Yes. And warning it's the you last of us. Questions. That kind of, that's very confusing too. <laughs> now it's like the last. Is the does it have zombies? It's the last in of it? us. Does it have zombies in it? No. Then it's not the last of us. So are those actually zombies? You said zombies. Uh, I mean, if you. <laughs> All right. So now we have to determine if Rob thinks that those clickers the, are the, zombies. The clickers are zombies, or they're not, because. They're, they're zombies. Do you think so? Yeah, they're dead. They're dead people. Everyone everyone in that game that is turned into something is dead. So coming back to life, the definition of zombie is what? But from what I understand, a person I think that gets bit by the, another person. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I think no, I think no, from no. the game's oh, no. point of view, they're not supposed to be zombies. I think that they're supposed to be uh some kind of fungal infection. Well, yeah, I mean, in this case, like, even even Google would say a corpse said to be revived by witchcraft. See, that's not even, that, that's not even, <laughs> like, well, what can we really right, go by? Let's, let's get another thing that maybe we can maybe throw out Last of Us if it's not Last of Us. What can we ask that maybe that's not that? or is? Something that can maybe steer us away from Last of Us if it's not Last of Us. Oh, steer but us away. Okay. Something that can confirm it, you know, so a good, what is a good question to, a good question in general. Hmm. Let's see. What, was an, what is another key feature of The Last of Us that kind of stands out? Oh, the difference between. Yeah, something uh, you would go, uh, oh, weapon, that has to be Last upgrades. of Us. But there's a lot of games that have that. And I would, I would suspect if it's a game with weapons, that there's going to be weapon upgrades. Hmm. 
in, in some kind of form. Let's we'll just do publisher. Is it done by Naughty Dog? I guess we could do that. Yes, it's done by Naughty Dog. <laughs> okay, there, there. Just... <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> I didn't ask that. Oh, I my did. gosh. Oh, I did because they're both. Um, I'm great. I'm great at this game. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm great at this game. Uh, Warning, you're at 18 questions. <laughs> All right. Um, wow. Well, this will be your 18th question. Did your character wear two hats? No. <laughs> okay, 18 oh answers no. No, that's a joke. <laughs> no, it's serious. Serious business. No. Yeah, you're serious. Um, Very serious. I, I don't... I, I, I have not played any of the Uncharted series. I have. So, if... Is there any game that you play as multiple characters, excluding the the that one, like the newest one or whatever that came out? In one, two, and or three, do you play as a different character? Yes, excluding one because if one doesn't have multiplayer, we're not thinking of one. It's in one, two, two and three. three. Yeah, in three, no, not in three. One, two, and, one, two, and three. You strictly play Nathan Drake. Strictly. Yeah, I th- I think our game has to be Last of Us, and I don't think Rob classifies the clickers and Last of Us. That's crazy. I'm gonna get on him. I'm just I'm just saying crazy. if we don't get this, I was right. I know you're right, but I I'll <laughs> leave you with the last question and the guess because I've been ruining this since 15. <laughs> Go for it. I believe I believe in you. I believe well, we in still your have... I believe in your guess. We still have we're, we have the next question is eighteen. So yeah, next one's eighteen. Um, I don't know how to break this up. Is this a post-apocalyptic world? Yes. It's the Last of Us. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Is it Nathan Drake's The Last of Us? <laughs> that is the official title. Like, <laughs> those things are not zombies. I don't care what you. Think. Those, those are, are not. I, I would not consider I would those consider zombies. Those not zombies. Not zombies. What would you consider them? No, they're they're like mutants. Because they're it's they're like fungal infection. Yeah, because it's not even them like rising from the dead. It's like the the fungal stuff like infecting them and and animating their bodies and stuff. But they're dead, aren't they? Yeah, but I mean, a lot of things are dead. Vampires are dead, and mummies are dead. You know, you wouldn't classify them as mummies, right? Well, well, I'm just asking. It, closer to this is this is from the wiki. The infected are humans who have been infected and muted and mu- uh, mutated. Yeah. So zombies. Great. I'm glad we discussed this. <laughs> Look, if you had said, for all intents and purposes, could you mistake them uh, for zombies? Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will keep this. I will keep this in the back of my mind for the next uh, zombie game. Oh, but zombies is so guess. so wide open of a um, you know a thing. Because if you were just say like, uh, oh, does is there zombies in the game? I mean, every game has zombies, right? At no. some point, like well, I mean, uh, Call of Duty has it, and uh, World see of the thing that has... says zombies is like, in my opinion, a zombie has to be dead. And according to this, the 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 an infection. Is on a, a live host, like the 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 uh, the people in The Last of Us oh. are people that are dead. They're still a living host for the yeah. infection. Plus, oh, they right. run, and zombies, as we all know, don't usually run unless <laughs> unless you're playing a Resident Evil game. Right. Or watching okay. uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. Here's the thing: I've got too much respect for them to call them just zombies because I feel like zombies is kind of like you know the grunts of this, and those clickers are like they're frightening when you come across them. You know? Yeah, I think we're getting away from the 
reason I brought up the game is that it's such a great game. Uh, I was just thinking about it today it and thought, you know, this will be a fun one, a little bit easier than that's a that's a very game. recent title for you to do. Yeah, yeah. So. I figure I'd mix it up a little bit, but you guys honed in on the PS4 exclusive pretty quick, even though my uh, see. The, as, you know what's funny as soon as he Andrew, you said he doesn't wear a hat i'm thinking all right last of us what <laughs> for some reason i'm just i'm just like last <laughs> of us it's got to be it. so i'm driving towards the last of us the whole time i'm glad i'm glad you guided guided us because i would have lost it with nathan drake <laughs> with drake collection <laughs> I, I can't believe i asked naughty dog okay but great game in, in general great game fantastic game good, game. good stuff yeah but uh let's close it out so andrew throw some out some uh some stuff there and we'll end this up yeah so right now i'm making some updates to the pixel pub website and those will be released hopefully soon but for now get visit the pixelpubgaming.com website we have all of the information on there regarding our podcasts regarding uh, clans guilds like world of warcraft guild that's coming out um the bad mamajamas bad mamajamas that's right it's our garris for the alliance and bleeding hollow for the there Lord. you go and we have a whole bunch of games that we're part of we resurrected the minecraft server that we have uh thanks to mr espresso server extraordinaire he runs the arc and minecraft servers now so thank you for, nice. thanks for that nice um yeah we have a whole bunch of games that we play get into the discord please and visit us talk to us we have a channel dedicated to just talking to the we talk nerd podcast here we want to listen to your feedback we want to hear from you talk to you about nerd stuff just want to discuss and yeah it's been quiet lately right definitely definitely um yeah that's it right. andrew anything to add to that all right andrew and rob anything no nope, i think andrew's got it covered good deal all right well that'll be it from us i'm uh see you guys later bye see ya. <laughs>